I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary. John Denman. John Denman. Hi, right, welcome everyone to this week's Drink of Ages radio show here on ESPN 97.5. It's Tom Painter. I'm John Denman. DJ Muskratch, the producer. And this week... We are hanging out at Whitmire's Distilling Company. John, when you brought me on the show, you promised me beer, beer, and nothing but beer. You have broken this promise. It is 2 p.m. This is, this is either a, a horrible or great way to kick into a Tuesday. Uh, TBD. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. But, you know, before I got it to 2 p.m., Travis Whitmire is our guest. When I messaged him, I was like, hey, man, you should, let's do a show. He goes, yeah, you want to, let's do it at 10 a.m. And I was like, well, well, maybe. Yeah, I'm saying, man. <laughs> that that, that morning, definitely put Mid-mornings the, mid are, always, are always best for me. Th- that put the red alert in the DOA chat of like, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. the, uh, not saying it wouldn't have been a, a great idea and probably would have turned into a phenomenal day or a really good afternoon nap. I would have gotten an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> these, are, these are good things. Yeah. Yeah, so we're uh, here at the new location over off of Nolda, which, you know, you guys have been here for a little bit now, not too long. Uh, yeah, a few months. A few months. Still a work in progress. This is, uh, this is uh, coming home for me a little bit because... Uh, as uh, some of you all know, some of you don't, but the uh, many, many years ago when I started in craft beer, the, one of the first breweries uh, to hire me on, well, because there's only like three of them, was uh, uh, Buffalo Bayou. And this place looks, uh, you got, you've done a great job with the place. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It, it looked like where people like had sex fantasies like uh, before, <laughs> like that, like, like murder sex fantasies had like happened. In long, like it was always like, you never knew what you find upstairs or in the property, and it was uh, it was kind a great like a, space to start a brewery. Yes, <laughs> you, know. you know your typical warehouse kind of environment uh, slash soup kitchen slash <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, who knows what's going on in the back kind of place. But no, I mean you, what you guys have done in in the tap room here, the tasting room, is uh, pretty phenomenal, man. It's got a good little saloon vibe going on. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and you know it's a perfect spot because you know you're just uh, just a few blocks north of Washington, and you're just uh, like a block south of I-10. So it is it is a definitely an easy access spot for a whole lot of people, and with all the, you know, just this whole area has just gone nuts. Right, and and just when you don't think they can do any more, then they tear something down, then they build something bigger. <laughs> yes, all they need to do now is 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 build a parking garage. <laughs> just yeah. for this area, right? <clears throat> just, just that was the case ten years ago, and and, and it will remain the case in like twenty years. Mm-hmm. Mark my word. But this is—I mean—the facility is just uh, amazing. I never had the had the fortune to to go to the previous facility. So how how do oh, you never made it out there? No, oh, I, I, I don't think so. Mm, not during the day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, our, our lease was up over there, and 
coming off of 2020 and 21, it was just bizarre, you know, for everybody. And because uh, you guys were blowing up, you guys were doing the hand sanitizer, and like I remember, like like it was like like Fox and Friends and all that. Like, oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and it, and none of that was planned. It just it just kind of unraveled that way. And uh, we we made a donation to Texas Children's Hospital, and that got some press. And then all of a sudden, next thing we know, we're getting orders from the post office, the VA, all these giant. I mean, massive industrial supply houses. I mean, millions of gallons of hand sanitizer, and I'm like, in, inside of about four and a half months. I mean, who would have ever thought? You know, <laughs> at, at, there was going to be a time. Yeah, it's like we're going to open up a distillery. It's going to be great. We're going to make some just awesome bourbon, uh, vodka, and all that. And it's like, no, no, no. We're going to just go ahead and make hand sanitizer for a little while. Yeah, well, you know, we were facing, we were facing, you know, shutting down everything. And, you know, my brother and I are like, okay, well, how are we going to keep the lights on? How are we going to keep everybody paid if we can't, if we can't work? We can't. And, and uh, the sanitizer thing just kind of fell in our laps. And we said, all right, we'll do this for a little while. Maybe we can sell some more bottles out of it and, you know, get a little, get a little free publicity and goodwill out of it. And man, it just, it just weird, weird turned into something huge so did that take away from other things you were distilling or did you kind of put everything else on hold or oh, did yeah, you definitely everything everything went on hold and uh you know we were having uh when we were doing the giveaways right you know anybody that wanted to come up you could come and get a free i think it was a one liter bottle of hand sanitizer and and it was like okay well, we'll just do this and then hopefully somebody will say hey you know they're doing a good thing and yeah, maybe they'll come in and buy a couple bottles, and, and that happened. I mean, we were seeing for a period of about six weeks, we were averaging 4,000 cars a day. Oh, wow. Crazy. And, and most, it was just a line. I mean, it was just a line. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think we, all told, we donated over 120,000 gallons of hand sanitizer to the greater Houston area. That was pretty, pretty amazing. That's a that's a so, lot. Yes. So yeah, now that now that all that's behind us, I mean, it, it ended as quickly as it as yeah. it happened. You know, as soon as it happened, it, and then it was gone. Huh. Um, People went back to not washing their hands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Germs are actually good for you. So uh, yeah, it's been it's been you know with the lease ending and needing a place to go and you know with with all that occupying all our time and. Uh, you know, when when the guys at Buff mentioned they had this place and it was already permitted, it just seemed like kind of a natural fit. And we, well, we you know, the, the guys at Buff moved into that that ginormous facility just down the road, and then you know, what, what, it's like, what do we do? You still have a lease, right? So yeah. it's kind of a perfect fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't know what the next step is. There's a number of options. We've got a little time here, and. Uh, We'll, we'll we'll be easing back into it, you know. Now that once we get this this tax season behind us, and, yeah. You know. How has the community down here uh, wel- welcomed you guys? Uh, it's been it's been good so far. Yeah. Um, you know we get a, we get a pretty good number of regulars that just walk in from the neighborhood here, and um, one thing we've kind of seen go down when we were up north especially on the weekends, it was more of a destination and we were kind of up there all by ourselves. And so we, we'd get you guys people very from close all to over. what, like 11 below. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, not, not quite walking distance, but yeah, maybe three miles from, from 11 below. 
um, that whole little northwest corridor that's turned into a pretty good little hot spot for just bouncing around breweries. Yeah, it's definitely. There's there, there's some booze that's drifting upward. <laughs> well, there's a lot of growth. Yeah. A lot of growth. A lot of people are moving there from all over. And this old fashioned was really good. Yes. I think that was a great way to start the show. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can just top up anytime you like. That's uh, I think that's <laughs> what I'm going to do. Yeah, so there's a bottle just sitting here, at the, uh, like uh, in, in between all of us, and and uh, yeah. Well, John has a TABC license, so 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 pour away. Yeah, it's the, sure <laughs> the bourbon rye blend, and it's been it's been a, a good product for us. Um, yeah, you know, it's a blend of uh, our house bourbon, and then uh, some Kentucky bourbon and some Indiana rye, and we take all the barrels at cast strength, put it together, and then we'll put it in a new barrel and let it go for uh, another six months year year and a half it's about the longest we've let it go oh nice and then we bottle it straight from the barrel at cash strength i have to buy a few bottles before i leave before i left the brewery i was on the way up here and they're like oh who's on the show today it's like oh, i'm going to whitmeyer's and then and then and then and start every, getting the orders uh, yeah everyone yeah. under the sun oh you think you'd be able to sneak me a bottle it's like it's like oh, i'll see what i can do hey man if you're going up there can you like in a way you can like 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 get a bottle in it's like you know it'd be real dope it's like yeah i know bottles <laughs> okay. bottles yeah listen uh take some orders blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> um it's funny well, it, it turns out, you know, our GM and our head of sales and our head brewer, they uh, both drink a lot of whiskey. So. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, I don't really drink a whole lot of whiskey. Yeah, I do like it. I do enjoy it. Uh, but there's been such a explosion, I guess, over the last decade. I mean, well, that's what we we're just talking about. Like, you, ten years. Ten years. April yeah. Twenty six. Coming years. up. Ten years that you guys have been in business. And it seems so many distilleries pop up and, and you have you have certain bourbons that are just you know people are just like, oh you've got to try this one or you've got to try that one. And I guess it's the same as like as anything, right? I mean it's just a very well made product and and that's what drives the market. But uh, I I just go places and i usually have the bartenders like pour me something i'm like yep pour me something you know that's really good and this and i don't remember what it is <laughs> so, yeah. i wish i kept better notes of, of bourbons and whiskeys it's yeah it's definitely explosive i mean you know we, we were the first distillery in this county we were the first first licensed distillery in the in this county and now i, I don't honestly i don't know how many there are today but there's got to be more than 20 really yeah there's a lot of just hidden that you don't even know that it's a distillery. And there were several that popped up whenever I was just looking. I'm like, I didn't even know that was that was right there. Because, yeah, of course, you have Raylene down in St. Yeah. Leon. Yep. Uh, you guys. And Yellow Rose. Yellow Rose. Yellow Rose. Yeah, Gulf Coast. Oh. Gulf Coast was it, the one. I mean, that, they, they, built, uh, they built a facility. Did they? Yeah, they, they've got. We, uh, we have a micro distillery. I mean, micro distillery right, right next to our brewery. Uh, mm -hmm. MKT, yeah. which is uh, yeah. when, when so when you walk when you go into the the complex during COVID, when you're talking about a hand sanitizer, yeah. they started doing the same shtick, and then but people were and we but we were selling masks before people <laughs> could so like the cars would be going 
like one away, and it's like, and they were like rolling up, and then it'd be like, it's like, it's like, say, like, oh, like, why do you come over here? It's like, is this where the hand sanitizer is? No, the sanitizer is over there. And it's like, it's like, well, what are you guys selling? We have mass and beer. They have <laughs> bourbon and, and like, 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 like a hand sanitizer. It's like, well, I need both. All right, I'll hit you first. And I'll hit go over there. and like so we had a lot of that going for those first few weeks, which yeah. brought had a little bit of fun to, but but like you said, like as quick as it came and quick, like it went. Yep. And then, uh, but I know for them because uh, MKT is a very small, it's like a mom and pop operation. Really. Sure. Yeah. The, but for them, it was like it was a huge. It was like it's like holy hell, you know, to see that much traffic of was just lines around the block. Plus, people were bored. Like, what like what else do you do during COVID? Yeah. And like, and no one knew, no one had any answers. <laughs> uh, no, no, you drank a lot. <laughs> that's, yes. that's what a lot of people did. <laughs> well, let's be safe. But let's drink. Yes. Yeah, you got to keep the. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, even with uh, even with all the bars being closed down for that period of time, I mean, we s- <laughs> we still. I mean, and I'm not even talking about on site. You know, our on site business and then the bar business, but the retail side exploded. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, we can't go to bars. People are just buying it up from the stores. and it, The same thing was true about... Didn't, didn't miss a beat. On, uh, I know for John at Spindletap, myself, and Mill Label, we'd have a... We're talking to Brody, and Brody's like, oh, we have like a keg castle over at a, a Spindletap. I was like, oh, we have a keg fort. So, very good. Because uh, <laughs> no, no bar was taking anything. But package, though, it was like cans, cans. Try to get cans. Yep. And, uh, yeah, stores were going wild. Uh, whenever, you know, it was like coming off of last year, you know, and then looking at the numbers from 2020 to 2021, it was like off-premise sales skyrocketed, and now they're down. <laughs> you know, it, was, it was like, well, it makes sense. So uh, you could rampage as much as that, then, yeah, it would be nice. But people just aren't buying what they were during that time. Yeah, it's hard to look at year over year. I mean, especially 2021 over 2020 because like the numbers were so, and like, and now they're 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 balancing out. But even yeah, COVID is just ready for it all to be done. Yeah, yeah, no more restrictions. Yeah, no more worry about. You have you know Canada about to like uh, just explode going on up <laughs> I mean, there. Everybody's had it already, right? Yeah, I, I mean, so. I've had it. I've had it at least twice and maybe a third time and. You know, that's uh, Nyquil and soup, man. Yeah, <laughs> take a couple I, days off. I, th- I think Canada would be fine. You know, Canada, it's like driving that that whole freedom train or, fr- or truck freedom convoy. Pro- yeah, but it it's like, hey, you guys need to move this protest. We won't. How about six p.m. tonight? Okay. <laughs> well, <can> I- <laughs> all right, then we we agree. Well, we agree. It's like we had to arrest five people yesterday. I hated doing it. <laughs> Out of control up there, man. Out of control. Uh, but yeah, no, I think yeah, everyone. I mean, well, frankly, the oh, I mean, John and I do a lot of traveling uh, in general for like the show and whatever. So it's been interesting to go from all these places have different levels of restrictions and you know in 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 texas we're pretty we're pretty much like much open it's not spinning your mouth florida but it's it's, you know i challenge you (laughs) like like, like, whoa whoa whoa. (laughs) we we weren't doing this before why would we do it now (laughs) but like we could like but like some places have mandates, some places are like hey mass sort of other places no right going back up to new york tomorrow and it's still 
you know, you have to have your vaccine card and your ID just to go to the restaurant, just go inside all those places. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and people are leaving New York and coming here. Mm-hmm. And it, it's we, – we, we, we have a buddy um, – the the other owner of No Label who was like he was like I'm against getting this vaccine and then we're heading to New York and was like well you can't go into the bars unless you get vaccinated he's like oh, can't go to the bars unless you get vaccinated okay I guess I'll get the vaccine it's like well what about all this all this principle and whatever it's like well you can't drink in the cold <laughs> it's like and the way you know people that are different but. It's very Houston. We're, I think we're pretty good. Texas is pretty. This is pretty as free as it gets. Yeah, still concerts. So a lot of concerts. You still have yeah. to um, have your vaccine card or show proof that you, know, you don't have COVID within forty-eight the last forty-eight hours or something. Really? Yeah. Oh, we we saw uh, John and I saw Bill Burr in concert uh, uh, during the middle and, of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Pandemic, and he was just like, and uh, what place was that? That was White Oak. White Oak, yeah. And mm. they, had, they had everyone in like, these little alcoves because everyone's trying to like, what do Social we do? Distance. Everyone's trying to figure it out, right? So, But it looked like Tiki Hut alcoves and like Bill Burr was like, what the fuck is yeah, like, going was... on here in Houston? <laughs> it was weird. It was, it was weird. Yeah, and you can't leave, you couldn't leave your seat. Uh, they did have service, so they, they'd bring your food and your drinks to you and all that. But it was just, I don't know. You're sitting there with six people in this little pod and but those other six people stay away from them <laughs> yeah yep. oh well all right let's take a break uh get back we'll, we'll talk about 10 years 10 years of Whitmire's distilling this is drink of ages be right back Back in 2012, Travis and Chris, along with their father, Wesley, decided to open up Harris County's first legal distillery, and Whitmire's Distilling was born. Crafting excellent whiskeys and vodka, they were making true Texas spirits, not just putting a picture of Texas on the bottle. Stop by the new distillery at Sam Houston Parkway in 249, or go by the new tasting room located at the former Buffalo Bayou Brewing Facility of Nolden near I-10 and T.C. Jester. Learn more about this veteran and family-owned distillery at Whitmires.com. Hi, this is Robert, Elder Son Brewing. We're family-friendly and pet-friendly, open Thursday through Sunday. We offer styles from a wit up to a black IPA to a stout to a porter, all styles. Come on in and try the newest brewery in Houston. Elder Son Brewing. Hi, it's Tom from No Label Brewing down in Katy, Texas. Come out and visit us seven days a week in historic Katy, right between the silos. If it's the weekend, it's live music, it's beer releases, it's food trucks, vendors, HGX markets, more. Can't make it on the weekend? Don't worry, we're open seven days a week. So coming out for bingo nights, trivia nights, run clubs, there's so much going on out here between the silos. So if you're looking for craft beer and a good time, come out to Katy, Texas, come out to No Label. Our good friends at Valentin's in Pearland have been pumping out some great beers at the newly finished Tap Room and Brew House. Lots of indoor and outdoor seating for you to enjoy their multi-award winning beers. With one of the most diverse tap selections, you are guaranteed to find your next favorite brew. Valentin's Brewing, veteran and family owned. Bring the whole family. Kids and pets are welcome. Easy drive to Pearland. Tap Room is open Thursday through Sunday with food truck on site. Valentin's.com. We will see you there.
Drink of Ages radio show here on TSPN 97.5. We are hanging out with Travis Whitmire, Whitmire's Sicilian Company here in Houston off of Nolde Street, I-10, TC Jester, Shepherd, that low corridor, uh, We've Washington. All We've all re-upped on drinks. We did. Yeah, and I even added one in in there as well. So, just yeah, a little sample, just a sample. Yeah, that's, yeah what, that's all it is. That's what we're doing. That's, that's what we're doing. But yeah, Travis, ten years, man, ten years, ten years. It's been that a is wild uh, ten years. I would, yeah, it doesn't seem like it should be ten years. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, but it has. <laughs> it sure has. Three kids. Three kids later. Three kids later. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely things have changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me see. What, man, I th- I feel like I found out you're having your first kid. Where was Corkscrew doing a hanging out there? There was Andy had something going yeah. on at Corkscrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, guess what? I'm like what? Guess, yeah, the old have Corkscrew. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that day. Yeah. Mm. Corkscrew was a good spot. It was a good spot. What a good spot. So what was the what was the impetus to, uh, for you guys to start distilling? Oh man. Um so I was in the army and Well I noticed and, that you guys are uh veteran owned and operated. Yeah, my brother and I joined together. Okay. We, we joined up uh pretty pretty shortly after nine eleven. All right. Uh, the summer after nine eleven. So July of two thousand two. Went in on the uh on the buddy program. And it was kind of a deal that the government was offering. Hey, you know, if you bring a buddy with you, you'll get a little extra bonus money, and we'll let you choose your first duty station and a couple other little things. So, yeah, we we joined up and uh, chose to go to Germany. And while uh, while we were stationed in Germany, I was dating a girl over there, and her family had made beer and wine and schnapps and all sorts of booze off their farm for several generations. I thought that was pretty cool. And so wait, let's go back. So you could, you could choose anywhere in the world to go. You chose Germany. Yeah. So that, that sounds like a good pl- spot to go. Oh, it was know. awesome. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Now, nowadays it's like a deployment since, you know, we pulled everybody back Yeah. and now we're starting to send, send them back there again, you know, but for, for a period, for a period of time, it was, it was fantastic. Uh, one of our, uh, uh, friend of the show and, uh, he used to be. He used to work at Buff and No Label. Ryan Lewis. He used to be stationed out of Germany, what, as well. And he would tell these fantastic stories about just uh, just roaming around from like you know trains from Amsterdam and Oktoberfest and all this. Yeah, it's great. You know, they had a they had a deal for twenty euros. You could you could hop on the train and go anywhere anywhere in Europe over the course of a weekend. So it was just a weekend pass for twenty euros, which at the time was like forty bucks American. And- so yeah, we'd load up, you know, half a dozen of us or more, <laughs> real deep, you know, a few boxes of wine, a few racks of beer, and, the European invasion, and we just have a backpack and case of MREs and just, hey, we don't know where we're going, just go. <laughs> now that's actually pretty cool. Uh, I don't know, my, my nephew, he was stationed in Romania, and his stories about Romania were pretty pretty excellent. I can't tell him because my family listens to the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm biting my tongue, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than other than the fact that there was like all the, all the kids, they're like you know from seven to nine years old wanted to fight you for cigarettes. That was one of the things over there that <laughs> they just kept wanting to bump cigarettes off of everybody. Yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, some of the stories, but yeah, that that whole area you have the you 
in a short trip you're at amazing beaches another short trip you're skiing the swiss alps and another short trip you're Amsterdam, into the best beer Paris. ever yeah you know, i mean you know, all over the place man i think we need to do a drink of ages european tour there you go just like a good two months uh bouncing around europe absolutely uh, well, I mean, I think definitely if you've never been to Oktoberfest, John, this is a bucket list item that you should, uh, that was like, there are a few things that like in this life that like, you're like, do they live up to the hype? And then you go and do the thing and you're like, I need to get back here. I have to get like just a wonderful experience. It was just, it was just, the people were wonderful. Everything was easy. It was, it's great, but it, you know, it's not just Oktoberfest. I mean, there's a fest every weekend. It's just yeah. nonstop fest. It's. <laughs> it's great that's the way great. i could live my life you know pretty easy <laughs> the uh I, well <laughs> so i did Oktoberfest. the well the last one they did before uh covid the, uh but it was it was amazing because you, you like you did it and like wherever you are in the city there's these arrows that are like Oktoberfest this way go you know uh but then you're doing like a tour you're going around town and you're just like and they're like, oh, this is famous. This is place where evil Nazis planned the destruction of you. And also historic, a, a beer garden. You're like, oh. And this is basically uh, the entirety of the city. <laughs> it's just like, it's like this is this is where the, the surrender was written by blah, blah, blah. And also one of the oldest beer gardens in all of Europe. <laughs> like, that have, a, that have a great Marzen on tap that you also try. And it's like, oh, okay, great. And like, it's a horrible history. Beautiful history. Oh, yeah. I like the sound of that. Everything had like a butt, a butt to it. it it's kind of like butt. us, though, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, okay. So, 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 so you're there. You're, 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 you're dating a, a Germany. Yeah, yeah. Lear, learning to be a pretty good lush, right? I mean, yeah. you know, get over there and young single guys. You know, what else are you gonna do? And you can drink at you know any age. So, yeah. You know, figured that out pretty quick. And uh, so you're dating, a, you're dating a girl. She, she. And, and her family had been making making all sorts of stuff off their farm for for a long time, several generations back. And uh, I'd, I'd stay out there. We get a lot of four day weekends, you know, for, when we weren't deployed, it was, it was fantastic. <laughs> you know, it, it almost made it worth it. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, you know, we, I, I'd stay out there at their, at their place on the weekends and we'd sneak down to our granddad's cellar and he just had all these crazy bottles, old bottles. And some of them were hundred, hundred plus years old. And we just go steal one and take it back and. Yeah, That's fantastic. So, yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty cool, and um, I got out in August of 2005. Came home, went to U of H, and one of my first business classes, I had to write a business plan. I wrote a business plan for a distillery, and uh, one thing led to another. I was kind of toying around in my garage and kitchen for a bit here and there, and uh, got my dad and brother convinced to do this thing. So April April 26, 2012, we started the company. And so did your brother, did he get out the same time you got out? Yep. Oh, yeah. Same days. Went in same day, got out same day. Wow, that's something. And, and did he also go to U of H or? No, he, he went to Lamar. Okay. We were in Beaumont. Yeah, but uh, you then, guys were deployed together as well, though. Yeah. Yeah, so they tried to, because there's only two of us. Our parents only have just the two of us. And... Um, they tried to separate us. It's like saving Private Ryan stuff. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a real thing. They, they actually tried to put me in working in the mailroom in Germany for, the, for that Iraq deployment. 
And uh, I was like, no, that's just not going to work. You know, I can't <laughs> let my little brother and then all my buddies go. And I'm gonna, yeah. like, no, let's, let's just do this. And, uh, but we, we deployed to different cities in Iraq. And he was field artillery, and I got kicked over into an infantry unit. And uh, so he pretty much just hung out on the base and mm. shot the big gun. And, and uh, I was out being the bait and kicking indoors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ryan Lewis has some stories about he mainly worked in, like, kind of lab settings. But, like, but he, he, but he, like, he moved with all these units. And, like, he was, like, it was really annoying every day. He'd be like, what's happening now? You go, you know, like, being, like, like attacked in the middle of the night and stuff like that. Yep. There's, and it's like wild stories. And then, of right. course, what I love about these guys, the more drunk you get them, the, the crazier the stories get. <laughs> and you're like, does that really happen? It's like, yes, it does, Tom. It really, it really, really sad. It <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything to... I just hit myself in the face with a straw. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we've all seen some combat here at this table. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I've got my glasses on. <laughs> But no, there's nothing, nothing, nothing nice about war for sure. Yeah, man, just being down the middle of it just had to be just I don't know, just a horrible situation. But eventually, you know, got out and here we are. Yeah, drinking whiskey with you. I mean, yeah. w- w- which is amazing. So you book in, book, book it out. Like you start this, and you guys are in that facility up north, rocking and rolling. Yeah, and now here. In the, like in the in the heart of the inner loop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're uh, we still don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we're still here. We're still here. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you're doing something right, but yeah. you know, it was like, uh, how do they know I'm not doing it wrong? <laughs> you know, just, I, yeah, I feel like that's yeah, I feel like that's good though. Like, yeah, yeah, you should never really like who who knows what they're you know like taking advice from someone. Here's what you need to do. It's like you don't know anything, Bob. You're just you know a guy. So yeah, you guys seem to be doing pretty. How many people you have working for you right now? I think we got about a dozen. About a dozen full timers. Listen, for not knowing what you're doing, you're pretty you're responsible <laughs> for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> now the. So the first time you guys were on the show, it was back in the News 92 days. And yep. your brother and your dad came out and, and yourself. And, and Preston. And Preston, yeah. And there was there was a lot of whiskey drink that day. And then we went to uh, the mezzanine. Oh, my oh. Lord. <laughs> After. <laughs> the mezzanine lounge, those were my old uh, stomping grounds. Yep. Got, uh, yeah. Yeah, Tommy Bowers' place, Tommy and Tommy Bowers. Uh, that that place, you can have some fun times. Yeah, mezzanine <laughs> stories. We'll save those too. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really talk about a lot. Can't, can't talk a lot. <laughs> if you were there for uh, the two fifty, you call it uh, uh, Tuesdays. <laughs> oh, we called it. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I, I, I was I was at mezzanine. Uh, way back in the day, where they they upped it to three dollars, you call it Wednesdays, and it was like a riot over like fifty <laughs> over like fifty cents. It's like what's happening? It's like they couldn't be this low forever. <laughs> that that place is like like someone could enter a bar, get in a fight with like with their girlfriend, significant other, and like you could you could run around to a different part of the bar. They had that elevator be like 
I'm, I'm going downstairs. <laughs> Side patio. Out. Or they had a DJ room up there and all that. Yeah, a lot of little chambers. Yeah, little, little areas. Yeah. And a, an actual decent kitchen. <laughs> I don't remember. I, from what I recall. I don't remember ever eating there, but I'm sure I did. They, they, they had a steak night. That was pretty legit. And they had mezzi burgers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that day that we were out there, I just remember... We sat down, and you poured me. I was like, it was like, neat. I'm like, yep. And you poured me some, but you poured like a whole glass for me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I was like, okay, this is going about to get real exciting. And it did. <laughs> and it did. Almost exciting as that one night at Drink of Ages. Oh man, talking about neighbors. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the neighbors here. I remember, I remember your place over there. The next door neighbors. The neighbor would come oh, over. Man, but that, it might have been four o'clock in the morning, and it, we was, were, it was late. We were in the parking lot, <laughs> throwing late. bottles in the air. So. Yeah, and we had uh, we had an injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had an injury. Yeah, unfortunately, a friend she took a, a little shrapnel to the foot. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily. Travis was there with his pocket knife. <laughs> I was like, I got this. Let's just say there was a lot of blood. There was right, a lot. I'll get that out of your foot. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> there was there was a lot of blood. There was there was, might have been some whiskey poured on it just to sanitize. Sure, <laughs> that makes sense. You gotta keep it on brand too. <laughs> yep. I yeah. Memories. Memories. <laughs> that was a fun one, though. It was. That it's was a, a disgusting time. visual. I just think that <laughs> we had... Yeah, it was, it, was, it was, you know, a little after hours, and we may have had a lot of music playing really loud, and... Yeah. We're not gonna <laughs> take uh -oh. it. That, probably what it was. Probably exactly the song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then the neighbor came over and was like, "Do you know what time it is?" No, it's four o'clock in the morning. Oh man, sorry, you're right. right. <laughs> well, it's time yeah. to get up. So. Right. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those days. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Yeah, that was a that was a fun. One. I'm sure there's another few shows in between there, but that's the the two that stand out that I remember the most. <laughs> uh, Four a.m. nights are 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 usually epic right but then they, they they lead to like just these oddball next days because you go home you get like an hour two hours sleep maybe right and then and then, and then you pain just, and regret and then and then <laughs> and then you, because you, you 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 are awake while your liver processes all that booze so you're you are you are like you're awake the next day as you slowly like the liquor is leaving your system and then your body catching up with how tired it is starts to enter it. And then, and then you reach that moment probably like about 10 hours in where like the liquor's all like literally almost gone. Where you're like, I gotta, I have to have something to drink in order to make it the rest of the day. And then the liver's like, no! And then you're just drunk again. <laughs> it's happened too many times. <laughs> I mean, sin. It's, sin. It's a cycle. <laughs> It's a loop. It's, it's definitely, it can be a loop. It's a loop, as as they, as they taught me in my rehab class. It's a loop. Oh, Lord. All right. On that note, let's take a break. 
and get back. <laughs> we'll talk more with Travis Whitmire from Whitmire's Stilling Comedy here in Houston. This is Drink of Ages Radio. Stay tuned. Drew Anomaly over in Edo is making great beers like Vera. Vera is an American sour ale heavily fruited with marionberry and boysenberry during secondary refermentation, resulting in bold purple pours and a deeply refreshing berry sweet and tart complement to the day. But it doesn't stop with just the beers. Trivia every Tuesday starts at 7.30. Wednesday, live music, tacos, and reverse happy hour from 6.30 to 9.30. Thursday and Friday, happy hour is from 2 to 6 p.m. and $4 draft pours. If you are running in the Houston Marathon, stop by after with your bib for a free draft pour of a special blend just for the runners. Book the barrel room for your next special event check out the website at trueanomalybrewing.com bearded fox brewing company to put it simply they are simple brewers who love great beer they like beer you can taste they don't want to drink beer just for the sake of drinking beer they want flavor they want hops they want delicious they want a beer that you can experience like aunt rose a red lager with a distinctive red hue and malty characteristics balanced well with the german hops to create a very approachable beer and a crowd favorite locally brewed in tomball texas so come out and try your next favorite beer at the fox den bearded fox brewing company in tomball texas Beer, it's in the name. Cheers. Hey, good beer drinkers. This is John Denman from Drink of Ages Radio inviting you out to Spindletap Brewery. Less than 15 minutes north of downtown, Spindletap is making some of the best beers around. IPAs, double IPAs, lagers, and stouts. Definitely going to find your next favorite beer. Come out and be ready to play, though. Nine-hole championship putt-putt, basketball court, baseball and kickball field, disc golf, or just kick back in the air-conditioned tap room. Great food, excellent beers, and a badass time. Check out Spindletap Brewery. Spindletap, that's T-A-P, spindletap.com. Radio, we are back. And still sitting over here. Whit Myers still in company. Uh, I think we need a. Let's see. We which one are we drinking now, Travis? That's a that's a bourbon rye. If you if you want to top up, and then uh, if we're if we're in the mood, I can uh, I can pull some of that brandy that we've been working on. It's it's been sitting up now for a little over three years. It's it's yeah. It's let's really pull nice. some of that and. That and, sounds and pretty excellent. So that's uh, that was just kind of a one-off deal. I actually have a, had a hunting buddy that uh, I hunted with, uh, lived, he, he was a property owner, lived next to a place that I was leasing with some friends. One night we came, he, you know, we had the night vision, thermal, everything. We're out hog hunting, you know, suppressed, and we're just kind of rolling around, pitch black in the truck, and tugging on, tugging on a bottle, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good. Just started, started talking about making booze, and I'm like, "Yeah, man, what grows around here? You know, he's like, what kind of? Can you get me some produce? Or you know, he's like, oh, this is watermelon capital of the world. We got watermelon, we got blueberries, we got grapes. I'm like, oh, okay, well, man, bring me a truckload of that shit. And I kind of forgot about it. And the dude just rolls up. A couple of months later, he's like, hey, man, I got six thousand pounds of watermelon. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay, well unload it i guess and we sat there and shucked watermelons that's a lot of watermelons <laughs> yeah that's a whole lot of watermelon so we made a giant fruit smoothie and there you go turned it into brandy 
Interesting. And, uh, so yeah, I've got one fifty-three gallon barrel and one thirty-gallon barrel, and all told, those yeah, a little over six thousand pounds of fruit to make those wow. two barrels. Is. So so what makes brandy brandy? It's fruit based. That's, that's it, it, yeah, if you're right. thinking kind of generally and not not necessarily legally, but generally, you know, brandy's fruit based, whiskey's grain based. Okay. And then all the other stuff that we don't know how to classify, you know, just kind of goes into this other weird catch-all ca- category yeah. of distilled spirit specialties. Distilled spirits and liqueurs and whatever else, right? Yeah, yeah. So the brandy, though, it's it's watermelon. There's some peaches, apples, all this stuff's from Texas, all locally sourced Texas fruit. And uh, you put in blueberries, blackberries, strawberries. Um, it's just a big fruit medley, but most of it was, was watermelon. So you, you make a smoothie, a big smoothie, and then? Cook it all up, mash it all up. And then uh, pitch the yeast, let it roll, and run it through the stills. And it came off the stills between about 105, 115 proof. We collected it and then uh, put it straight into uh, one of the barrels was a used bourbon barrel. One was a new bourbon barrel. Then kind of back during, I I just use COVID as a reference, kind of mid-COVID, we took the the 53 gallon barrel that we had in a, in a bourbon cask and switched over to an ex rye cask. So it's been sitting in that rye cask now for about a year and a half. Yeah, man, this is fun. Yeah. Sounds yeah. delicious. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll dig into that. You know, I've, I've tasted it here and there. It's coming along really nicely. It's, it's unique. It's unique. There's not when, uh, like, what are you waiting for? Like what, like, what, what tells you that it's done? I mean, because it probably tastes really good right yeah, now. Yeah, at, at this at this point, I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, when whenever it complicates my life the least to release it. <laughs> I mean, that's the plan. Understand that? Yes. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got to do something. We can't just have it sit around. There'll be nothing left. Right? Just keep pulling a little bit here and there. And I said, like, all right, guys, it's time to bottle. We're going to have this release. And there's a ball and a half. We do real small bottles. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, how complicated can your life be? You have three small kids, a distillery, coming out of COVID. Uh, like, sounds pretty easy, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's about the half of it. <laughs> well, uh, it's like it's like uh, you run into people and all and all the time. It's like they're like, oh, I really just want to want to be a business owner, and, and I stare at them. I'm like, dude, like, dude, like, do you really? Like, I I think you want to have the title of like a business owner, but you don't understand. This is like a lot of response. Like people, sometimes people ask me like, Tom, what's your fallback plan? And I'm like, my fallback plan, uh, uh, work in the tap room. And they're like, what? That's like a step down. No, some days it just feels like, <laughs> like, 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 it's just like, just like, that seems like a nice natural progression. And just, just walk away from the meetings, walk away from all that responsibility and just, just work the tap room, interact with people, like product, go home. Don't bring any of those responsibilities home, all like, of, like yeah. to the next day with you. You know, you know, whatever happens here, you stay here. Like, that's like a dream. That's all the fun stuff. All, all the yeah, fun stuff. It's all yeah. the fun. <laughs> like uh, uh, being a being a business owner and like, I mean, it seems glamorous, right? <laughs> uh, they, they make it sound 
on paper, you, yeah. know, you see all these ads and, you know, people talk about, oh, you know, small business, all this. And well, everyone, everyone, business. everyone thinks of like the, the I guess, the, the, the Trump effect or like the CEOs of like, like, oh, you're a business owner. You can make so, like, so much more money. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like, oh, that's you're, not, you're, that's, that's not, not how that's it not works. Real. I saw one of, the, one of the reels, right? You know, the reels. Uh, Mr. Wonderful did right mm-hmm. from uh, you know Mr. Wonderful Shark Tank uh, yeah Shark Tank Mr. Oh. And it, it, you know something he said just kind of really rang true with me. It's like okay, well you could do this f- for money, but you don't do it for money. You do it for freedom. It's not it's not the money that's great. It's the freedom that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas Beer Cup happened this last weekend, and first one from. Uh, the Texas Craft Brewers Guild held a competition, a beer competition, and there was what, like seven hundred something beers, seven hundred and yeah, seventy something entries. Uh, different categories, yeah, different categories. There's twenty four categories, and then there was uh, there's a hundred, twenty hundred, thirty breweries that actually entered. They're all from this is the first like certified Texas Texas beer competition for like for uh, for breweries in like in Texas and. And Houston uh, brought home uh, brought home some wins from uh, Eureka Heights. They brought home two golds. Uh, true anomaly. A true, true anomaly brought <laughs> brought home two golds. Mm-hmm. Balancing. Uh, um, no label. We brought home a a, a silver for pe- perpetual peace. So second best bourbon barrel aged beer in the state, and then um, also a bronze for El Carlito, who who does it again. Uh, and but then also like on top of that, uh, uh, Galveston Island, uh, they brought home a gold for 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 for, for tiki weeds, and uh, Runny Walker brought in a gold for the, the special poppy category. Uh, but it 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 uh, so it was uh, it was uh, it, it was a good time. It was always great to see everyone there, like like because. Old friends of the show from like Texas Leaguer and Valensons and uh, Senate Avenue was there. Uh, Andrew like uh, or, or Lenny was on the mic and he's like the mayor's in the house. <laughs> the uh, it was it was it, it it was a good time and I think it'll only get bigger and better from here. It was the first the first outing for it, so uh, you could tell they they kind of had their hands full. Yeah, yeah. Talking to them, it was. Yeah, it was. It's a great. It's a great idea, right? And ideas are really easy. The execution is what usually becomes an issue in in all things. And putting something together as large as this, where you have breweries from all over the state shipping and sending beers in, then to be judged and ranked and all that, and then put on an actual ceremony at the end with trophies and uh, everything. I mean, it's it's a quite the undertaking, and it looked like. It looked like it all went real well. It all did. It, it, it was it was a hell of fun. It was just great to see everyone back in the same like like in the same room. It feels like it's been a minute, and a lot of that's you know definitely like 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 due to COVID. But uh, it like it was nice because we're finally getting back to beer competitions. Like even GABF this year, they didn't. Act, I mean, they you know they had the ceremony, but the festival was canceled. And and so we're getting closer to finally when October runs around that we'll have we'll get back to that place. All right. So now the brandy has made an appearance. <laughs> the barrel has been tapped. 
Yeah. So, and, and we did, I was just looking at that barrel. It was June, 2020 is when we put it in the rye barrel. It was halfway through its life at that point. So June, 2020, how long ago was that? I got me, man. It, it could be a year. It could be eight. So yeah, it's, 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 it's getting close to four years old. Hmm. So again, mostly, mostly watermelon. Yeah. You and know where I, where I get the most watermelon is when I breathe it after I drink it. That's where, yeah. I, where I taste the watermelon. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's, that is pretty delicious. Cause it's not, it's not super sweet. Some brandies can get very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> I mean all that sweetness is going to come from from the barrel that it's in. Yeah. Yeah, the vast majority of that comes from from the Cuz all the all the sugars are already Yeah, there's not going to be any sugar left. And right. there you know, there's a lot of you know, a lot of talk around uh, you know, not dropping any names, but a lot of talk about various distilleries and various you know, rums and 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 brandies where you know, they'll dose it, they'll add sugar or, even whiskeys, you know, they'll you know. add a little extra. I mean, we we are a sugar loving country. I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. Uh, nothing wrong with it. But that's not. I don't know. Is that that's that's not mentioned on the label anywhere? Yeah. That that happens. Well, this is this is probably if I had to guess somewhere in the neighborhood of 120, 125 proof, coming right out of the barrel. So it's going to be up there in proof. <clears throat> And uh, this this is two used barrels, so one one bourbon barrel for about two years, and then the rye barrel for about two years. Wow. What a you still making gin? Um, yeah, we do. We need to make some more. You know, we've got <clears throat> gin's one of those tricky things, right? I mean, it's the smallest aisle and smallest section in the liquor store, and there's you know, maybe 15 brands total that occupy that space. And, you know, they're just, I think for a long time, people have wanted gin to jump up and do something big, you know, especially distillers, because it's a quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't, you're not, you're not talking extended periods of time, you know, a couple of weeks to, you know, have it ready another couple of weeks, it's on the shelf. Um, but, you know, when the the bulk of gin sales are still your Tangerays, your Beef Eaters, your Bombays, and half gallons. I mean, the sophisticated right. gin drinker is, uh, they're out there, but they're very few and far between. Yeah. Uh, I had a bottle of yours from years ago, and, well, I finished it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I finished it, but... uh Definitely, definitely time to replenish that. Yeah, I mean, we did, we did age it. Um, technically, we can't say we aged it, at least not because. But I mean, that's what we did. Same, same way we do it with anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was aged on sassafras wood, um, and I usually let it go for about six months. Um, yeah, it was really good. Tom, did you ever try it? Juniper, no. coriander, orange no. peel. No, can't say I did. Yeah, cinnamon sticks. It was right right around the time that uh, I realized how much I like gin, <laughs> and and uh, yeah, how good it. And then Travis gave me a bottle, and it was like, man, this is really really good. Yeah, 
and we've got, you know, we've, we've got that handful of people that are just die hard for it. And, uh, you know, we haven't, uh, we haven't made any in a little while, but it's, it's time. It's time to turn out if, another batch. Like if you're, if you're going somewhere, like what bottle do you take with you of your stash? Depends on where I'm going. I mean, this this is uh, this bourbon rye right here. This has been a this has been a home run. I, I haven't heard uh, haven't heard any complaints. <laughs> and it's uh, it's. No, it was really good. I'll, I'll put it up against anything out there. Well, ten years, ten years in April. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers to you, man. Yeah, it sure Cheers. Is. I still have a little bit left. And any plans for a party? Plans, no. Uh, <laughs> be other, other, other than yes, we will have a party. There will be something. We'll, 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 we'll make an announcement on the on the interweb soon, and uh, we'll have it figured out. Yeah, it may, be, it may be. It may have to be a series because of the parking situation here. It may have to be, you know, one cater to this audience, one cater to this audience, and so on and so forth. I mean, you can make a whole month of it. Yeah, yeah, and we may have to. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. Ten year celebration. Yeah, ten I years, think, uh, ten days. I think that's. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't tasted this brandy, and it's been at least six months. And it's really it's good. Ready. Yeah, it's this... got kind of a cotton candy on the back end. Anybody else figure that out? Hmm. I don't know, but I can definitely sip that. Oh yeah, there's plenty, plenty of watermelon. Six thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a lot of watermelon. All right. Well, Whitmire's Distilling. Look them up online. Stop by the tap room, which the tap room's open. What days? Uh, we are Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Uh, Thursdays and Fridays, three to eleven, and Saturdays noon to eleven. Yeah, definitely come out here and check it out and try some of the stuff if you've never tried it. Like I said better known, operated, uh, great family great group of people over here making some pretty delicious stuff thanks john well for sure uh man i guess we need to wrap the show up muskrats is uh giving us a nods <laughs> <laughs> now i want to thank everybody for listening and uh hold on tom do you have anything going on at no label um chicka 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 no, just the usual stuff, man. Just the usual stuff. Yeah, releases and live yeah, music. Yeah. Like, like. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this week's episode of Drink of Ages Radio. Like I said, follow Whitmire's Distilling. Get ready to come out here and party with them in April for their 10-year anniversary. And, hey, you can listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to drinkofages.com and a bunch of other places on the internet. Other than... What was the one that, uh, yeah, never mind. I already yeah. forgot the name of that one. Spotify. No, not <laughs> Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Oh, well. I digress. <laughs> yep, sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to Drink of Ages and all their places on the internet. And hey, everybody be safe out there, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>